0: Welcome to the Big Ideas for Small Business podcast. Join us as our host and fellow small business owner, Tim Hayden, discusses topics beneficial to businesses of all industries. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Big Ideas for Small Business. I am your host, Tim Hayden, and I say this every podcast, but I mean, I am uh, I'm so honored to have one of my good friends, our banker. Uh, Jimmy Lindsay with us today. So, Jimmy, welcome.
1: Hey, welcome, Tim. Glad to be on here. Yeah,
0: we are really glad um, that you're on here. And I know Jimmy is a loyal listener. He tells me, and he he says he enjoys our podcast. So, uh, so man, we appreciate you listening. Hey, uh, Jimmy, if you will introduce yourself to our listeners.
1: Sure, and and let me just say, Tim, really appreciate the uh, gift that you're giving to people out there, business owners like yourself, um, in these podcasts. Great stuff, really good stuff. So. Uh, just proud to, to have you as my friend, and to hear those messages that you're you're doing. And you know, I'm passionate about helping business owners like you are. So, um, my name is Jimmy Lindsey. I actually grew up in Charleston for the most part. My dad's in the military, but I, I tell everybody I grew up in Charleston, uh, Clemson boy. I met my wife at Clemson. Both graduated Clemson. Um, almost 30 years, 29 years in December All right. for my wife and I. So. And I've got a beautiful daughter and a and a handsome son. I'm proud of them and uh, glad to call Anderson my home. So,
0: that's good. And yeah. to our listeners that may have forgot, that's Anderson, South Carolina, and, that's and Charleston, South Carolina. So that's right. So, well, man, we're we're really um, we're really honored to have you on today. So, hey, let's jump into it. So, hey, our um, Jimmy, there's a lot of conversation going on about recession. Yes. And I know, you know, you you, you, live in in, you, know, you live in your careers in the banking world. Hey, so do you see a recession occurring in the near future?
1: Hmm. And great question. Let, let me first say that um, I'm not an economist. I've, I've been 25 years in the banking industry, primarily working on the commercial side, helping small businesses and commercial folks. Work for South State 20 years now, manage the region. What One of the things I would say is that when just looking at the things that are going on in the bank, I don't see any real stress amongst our business clients. I don't see a lot of stress amongst our consumer clients. Um, I, so from that regards, I don't really believe that, um, we're in a current recession. Now, statistically, there are people that talk about, you know, right this minute, you know, uh, the, the technical term of recession may be that you have two quarters, of negative gdp well we actually had two quarters this second quarter was a negative number and unless they revise that up that would meet the criteria of a technical recession although i don't see that i, I think you know if you actually I, I i pulled off the internet what the national bureau of economic research said about recession and they describe it as economic activity that is a significant decline across Uh, the whole economy over a few months that might include not just GDP, but employment, real income, industrial production, wholesale sales, you know, things like that. So no one has actually come out from the, the National Bureau of Economic Research said there was a recession right now. I don't actually think there's a currently a recession, but there is some contraction within the economy now one thing that that is a good predictor that i like to look at is i I look at the bond market and when you look at the bond market currently the bond market is um inverted so if you think about rates you know short-term uh treasury rates is what kind of what the fed controls long-term rates are really subject to the market so when you look at what the market is saying the market is saying hey the fed's got to get the inflation under control they're going to increase the rates they're going to aggressively increase the rates and probably try to slow down the economy as a whole the the bond market is betting that they're going to overshoot cause a recession and then we will lower the rates because that's what they do when the when the recession hits they try to be accommodative at that point so when you look at it the long-term rates are actually lower Than the short-term rates. Hmm. That inversion has actually accurately predicted every recession that has occurred since 1958. Really? There has only been one false occurrence in that 12 times and the 12 prior recessions are the only 12 recessions we've had since 1958. Every one preceded by this inversion which we have going right now. Okay. So that's a pretty clear message if it's statistically right. Now maybe it's Number thirteen—that's a false alarm. But uh, you know, it's hard to predict recessions. But that's a pretty good indicator when you look at the bond market that we could be—we could be headed to one.
0: Okay. Hey, um, Jimmy, um, what are some main occurrences that generally occur in business during a recession?
1: Well, I mean, some of the issues that you see in recession, I mean, generally, you're going to have the to slowdown in different industries. You see some distress amongst uh, the businesses that are out there for funding. You know, lending becomes tighter, um, sources of capital become tighter. You know, when you think about publicly traded markets, they may be less likely to provide capital. Um, those, those, venture capitals and other types of funding that some businesses get those are less likely to be available and then the lending because more restricted and also things like interest rates are can be higher you know the the, the bar to to clear it may be higher the um the other things you see is devaluation in assets. Mm-hmm. So obviously you see that in the stock market, but you might see it in equipment, you might see it in real estate, you might see it in other types of assets that they decline. So what what you have is businesses that can get themselves into trouble for overplaying certain things that they do, maybe accumulating too much debt, maybe not being prepared. and you know then they impact other businesses maybe their maybe their suppliers maybe their uh, customers and uh, when they get themselves into an unhealthy situation and so those are typical things that go on in a recession they they sort of feed on each other can also become a market psychology that you know everybody needs to buckle down and pull back and that just further intensifies it
0: mhm now oh, that's good hey um Jimmy next question how should you address your team regarding an upcoming or current recession?
1: Yes. You know, uh, when when people go into our businesses or are dealing with their employees, I think one thing they got to do as a leader is just be reassuring to them that, hey, you know, this is a chance for us to get better. You know, I obviously, haven't gone through 08, I went through 08 in, in this bank, and I certainly learned a lot. You know, so you're going to learn a lot. You tell your team, hey, we're going to learn a lot. We're going to go through some things that might be painful. We're going to have to keep our, our guard up. we got to pay attention, do, do all the little things really well. Think about how we innovate and how we get better. But on the other side, we'll come out better for it. We'll be leaner. We'll be meaner. You know, we'll be able to do more. And, and just give them that assurance that, you know, we've got a plan that we're going to get on the other side.
0: Yeah, I, I understand that. that. That makes a ton of sense. So I think that, you know, if, you, if we get into a recession, I think that as if you're a business owner or a leader I think I think you've got to have a calm confident demeanor. Yes. Just to 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 get through that season no matter what's going on. If you if you're chaotic and just, you know, concerned that you know, the world's falling or whatever, you know, your team is going to take on uh, you know, how you are feeling. So I think it's I think it's uh I think it's I mean in my opinion, I think it's very I think it's very important that you Show that calmness and show and show that confidence. That, hey, you know what? We're in this season, but we're gonna get through
1: it together. That's so, right. Yeah. And 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 some of the most uh, you know dynamic businesses have come out of a recession. Mm-hmm. You know, in that recession, they force changed innovation and other things. You know, technology, the way that they market, the way they uh, touch people connect they diversified themselves, they went into new businesses, new ventures. A lot of that occurred by force change because of the, the pressure of the recession, you know, slowing yeah. their business.
0: And, and and I think in those cases some of those things are beyond your control. Yeah. I think forced change can make companies stronger. Yes. You know, I mean, do you see that in your, have you seen that no in your No doubt career?
1: about it. I mean, certainly in the banking industry, you know, we come out a uh, much healthier industry having gone through 08.
0: Mm-hmm. You know,
1: the the realization that, hey, real estate can go down in value yeah. and things cannot work as we had planned. You know, some of the best ideas did not work in that time with the financial innovations that were out there. They, they looked good at the time. They didn't turn out to be good. But we became healthier, more well-capitalized. You, you could certainly say that the, the banking industry in this country is the healthiest it's ever been.
0: Uh, that's, that's, uh, that's, that's strong news to hear from a yes. banker. That's good. Hey, Jimmy, uh, next question. At what point does a recession turn into a depression?
1: Yeah, you know, usually uh, recessions are are events that last, you know, two months to maybe six seven months. They're not typically long or deep or, or you know, carry on for for years. Um, normally, accommodative policy by the Fed can relieve a lot of the pressures that are on these businesses in lower rates and their ability to refinance, and they roll out special programs for them and things like that. When the whole system collapses, that's when you really see a depression. And so the the technical definition might be a 20 percent decline in real GDP or maybe two years of GDP decline, which would be very significant, long periods of time. We've only had one depression, you know, in the history of this country. Now, Mm -hmm. in 08, we were very close. Mm -hmm. You know, had the Fed maybe not done all the things they did at the time that they did it maybe we would have seen the financial system collapse Mm -hmm. Um, that would be the difference Um, but most recessions are healthy part of of the cycle of of a growing economy there's going to be some downturn at some time and then things kind of get cleaned up and 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 improved and then productivity and it goes further from there
0: okay Um, now that, that makes a lot of sense Hey, uh, Jimmy, do recessions behave differently from previous ones?
1: You know, they're always different. The, we don't usually see what is coming when when a recession strikes. I mean, no one saw in 2008 the housing crisis that was in front of us. Now, we obviously had this recent recession that was through the pandemic. Nobody saw the pandemic when it hit. You know, no one forecasted that right. or saw that. Most of the time it is that way, but there are some similar things to it. Usually it is the latter part of the the cycle of growth that things are becoming a little bit too um, excessive is how I would describe it. And debt is a big part of that. Debt, you know, excessive levels of debt and what we would what we describe as liquidity that finds itself into all kinds of things. So the crazy run up you saw in you know things like bitcoin and spacs and all kind of stuff and you see all of that has recently collapsed. Mm-hmm. Um that was a sign of just real frothiness in in the markets and just too much too much money that has been inserted into the 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 whole system by the federal government and now you're seeing them try to take it out. You know the inflation that we have running 10% right now, 9 9%. That that's a mark of a of a Overheated environment that precedes the collapse that begins a recession, and that's how it starts over again.
0: Yeah, yeah, I think. And, and another, uh, another question, Jimmy, is that you know we're coming off. I mean, you know, we're two and a half years into a pandemic. You know, and then we went from you know, in a lot of cases, a lot of the a lot of the country was shut down. Yes. So a lot of people weren't working. Yes. And again, and I think the government stepped up with PPP and a lot of great programs for businesses to get through that. Yes. But now they went from not working. We had a whole uh, a lot of people that were not working. That now you know things get going again, and we've got a robust economy. So we went from a big drop to now an incredible. A lot of things going on. That's right. You know, so, you know, this recession now, while things are still burning hot, with we're all paying more than we are accustomed to for gas and groceries and everything else, at some point, that's all going to correct itself. So, do you think this, this recession, that potential one that we're in, you say you don't think that we're in, but there's signs, you know, with two quarters of negative GDP. Am I saying that right, Jim? That's correct. So, there's, there's signs that it may or may not, but Does this one have a lot different look than previous ones because of the pandemic?
1: Yeah, you you know, if you were going to compare it to recessions, you'd probably have to go back to the 70s because it was the 70s that we got into the inflation that was out of control, Mm -hmm. particularly around energy and those types of things. And while it's not completely the same... There is a lot of supply disruption that's going on. Um, We have the war with with Ukraine Mm -hmm. and Russia. We have the COVID issues in China. Still a lot of supply that is a supply-side issue. And the only side that the, the federal government can control is the demand side. They can slow the demand side. So what they are doing and they have continued to do is aggressively raise rates. The real problem that has occurred here is that the Fed did not do this sooner. They they became aware of the problem probably last November, but they really didn't start to even really a, a raise any rates or take any of the liquidity out of the market. You know they inserted some nine trillion dollars into the market, and they haven't begun to take that out. They just began to do that in July, but in March, you know, was the first time they began to adjust the rates up. Mm-hmm. Well, they probably should have did all of this back in November. So now they're late. And the the inflation has gotten so high that it can become entrenched. You know, this mentality, I got to buy it now before it gets more expensive. If I wait, if I don't do it this year, then it's going to be 10% more next year. You know, Mm -hmm. that mentality feeds on itself. It is in itself psychology. So there is a aggressive desire within the Fed to aggressively raise these rates and take the inflation out at any cost. And that could be the cost of the economy. But that's the prediction that is out there. Now, we don't really know how all this is going to work.
0: Mm-hmm. But the
1: things that they're doing right now don't take immediate effect. It takes time to work through the right. system. So we won't know the repercussions of that. But that is the, what the bond market is saying. The bond market is saying we're going to have a recession. In my own personal opinion, I hope we have one and that it's mild and then it's over. Mm-hmm. If, if you compare what we have right now to the 1970s, you had in the 70s what was called stagflation. Mm
0: -hmm. So
1: you had a slowdown in growth, but also high inflation that wouldn't go away. So several times the Fed kept taking their foot off the brake, and then we would come out of the recession side of it. But then the inflation would start all over again, just as high, and they would have to go aggressive again. And they kept doing that until you got to these crazy numbers like 18% interest rates and things like that. People don't remember how that went in the 70s we could easily slip into this stagflationary environment where Mm. we just don't get it over with. We don't get the pain over with, Mm -hmm. go through that short recession, get back on track, but we go into a slowdown, but not enough to eliminate that inflation.
0: Okay. Hey, um, Jimmy, one more question, and we may have already unpacked this, uh, uh, is can you utilize data from previous recessions to better prepare yourself uh, from a current one?
1: Yeah, I, I mean, you know, what I would say, if you're a business owner, you need to pay attention to your industry and what happened in 2008 in your in your industry that mm-hmm. you were in. Some businesses are, you know, more recessionary vulnerable than others. Some industries are more vulnerable. Mm-hmm. You know, the cyclical style businesses, or maybe some businesses are more prone to have trouble dealing with inflation.
0: Mm-hmm. So, you
1: know, following the markets within your industry. Um, looking at the the economic reports and following how well, you know, your competitors, your suppliers are doing, those those are important things. And you can look back. um, I mean, certainly when you think about 2008, the contractors suffered tremendously. I mean, it was the building, the housing crisis and all of that. The contractors were maybe the first ones to suffer. Mm -hmm. And so different industries are less or more, maybe more, Uh, vulnerable than others but I think about the medical the the kind of the medical industry um, you know did not really see significant uh, pain during that recession so there are different industries and you have to kind of look at it from that perspective.
0: Okay, All right hey Jimmy as we uh, land the plane for our podcast today is there one piece of advice that you'd like to give our listeners today as we've we've done you've done a really good job in unpacking uh, recession and kind of where we are and potentially where we may be going.
1: Well, I think, you know, like anything being prepared, right? You want to be prepared. And um Tim you and I've talked about that before. We, we try to prepare for everything. We can't prepare for everything, but we can think through what would happen and th- if this occurs. You know, what what would happen if I lost my biggest client? How Mm -hmm. would we operate differently? What would I do if I lost my supplier? How would we operate differently? Mm -hmm. What what can we do to make sure that we can weather that storm? That's the first step, and that's the most important step. If you can be prepared, then I think that most businesses can get through that.
0: Okay. Well, that sounds great. Jimmy, thank you for being on our podcast today. We've enjoyed enjoyed having you in studio today.
1: Yeah, my pleasure. My yeah. pleasure, Tim. Thank you.
0: And hey, for our listeners, thanks for listening. Take care and God bless. If you would like to continue the journey with us, please subscribe and leave us a review to let us know how we're doing. If there are any specific topics you would like to hear, be sure to put that in the comments as well. We will be launching a new podcast on the first Wednesday of every month. If you know others that will get benefit from listening to this podcast, please share it with them and we'll be seeing you guys next month.